Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. January 20th, Hiram Rhodes Revels. Revels was a U.S. citizen, never a slave, not the son of slaves. In fact, there was no history of slavery in his family. Still, some history books refer to him as a freedman, an emancipated slave. It just wasn't true. Today's story takes place immediately after the Civil War, when, for many people, prejudice and slavery were life and death issues. Revels stepped into history at this point to represent the people of the state of Mississippi. On this date, in 1870, the U.S. Senate chose Revels to fill a Mississippi seat. But, as it turned out, in effect, Revels represented all the African Americans in the country. Here's how it happened. When we drop old grievances, we gain powerful voices. Before the Civil War, Hiram Rhodes Revels had been an ordained minister and a high school principal. And during the Civil War, he was a U.S. Army chaplain. After the Civil War, with the United States in the middle of Reconstruction, Revels helped Mississippi settle on a basis of justice and political and legal equality. In a state where, before the war, fewer than 1,000 African Americans could get a basic education, Mississippi needed this articulate, principled man of education. But Revels was reluctant to take a political office. It might interfere with his work of spreading the gospel. That was a serious obstacle for him. But Revels also recognized the need for godly leaders in politics. African Americans needed to be represented, and they certainly needed change. Revels saw the opportunity to help rebuild the nation, so he earned a seat in the state's reconstructive government as an alderman. His political stance was moderate and compassionate, and he earned the respect of a wide spectrum of voters. On opening day, Revels prayed with passion, and that prayer catapulted him from an obscure politician to the man everyone noticed. The top responsibility of the new legislature was to fill Mississippi's empty seats in the United States Senate, seats vacated by Jefferson Davis and Albert Brown when Mississippi seceded from the Union in 1861. Mississippi chose Revels. On February 23, 1870, when Mississippi was readmitted to the Union, Revels was waiting in Washington. But controversy flared. Senate Republicans fought to swear Revels in immediately, but Democrats tried to block it. Some argued Mississippi was under military rule and lacked the civil government necessary to confirm Revels' appointment. Other Democrats said that Revels wasn't a U.S. citizen until the 14th Amendment passed in 1868 so he was disqualified to serve because he had only been a U.S. citizen for two years, even though before the war, he had voted in Ohio. The Republicans rallied for Revels. All men are created equal, says the Great Declaration, Republican Senator Charles Sumner roared, and now a great act attests this verity. Today we make the Declaration a reality. The U.S. Senate voted in favor of Revels' appointment. 48 to 8, and Revels proved himself as a representative of the state, irrespective of color. Revels' Christian beliefs played out in his politics. 
He staunchly advocated for amnesty for former Confederates who were willing to swear allegiance to the Union. He also promoted peace and strove to calm the fears of his constituents as he promoted the rights of his race. He said that African Americans can be built up and assisted in acquiring property and becoming intelligent, valuable, useful citizens without one hair upon the head of any white man being harmed. Congress required Georgia to reinstate its African-American legislators, those who were forced from office when the state seceded. Before it could re-enter the Union, Congress required Georgia to reinstate its African-American legislators, those who were forced from office when the state seceded. But other Georgians didn't want to comply, and the African-American legislators appealed for help to the federal government. Revel's first speech was to fight for their reinstatement. That day, the gallery was full of freed men and women. He rose to plead for protection for the defenseless race that now send their delegation to sue for that which this Congress alone can secure to them. He said that the people of the North owed a deep obligation to their African-American citizens. Revel's stand against segregation hinged on the favor of God. I find that the prejudice in this country to color is very great, and I sometimes fear that it is on the increase. If the nation should take a step for the encouragement of this prejudice, can they have any grounds upon which to predicate a hope that heaven will smile upon them and prosper them? You know, Jesus said, when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. That's Mark 11:25. Is there a situation in your life into which you could speak healing? When we drop old grievances, we gain powerful voices. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. For today's story, we have a free one-page group discussion sheet available on our website. Please join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.